Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the yodeler of Yorkshire, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. We give and we give and we give. You know what that makes us? Givers. That's right. The World Trumpet Federation exists to give the trumpet community the help they need to be excellent performers, world-class teachers, and all-around great people. Home to blogs, articles, and helpful videos, the WTF is here to serve and potentially entertain you on your journey as you work every day to distance yourself from aggressive mediocrity. So if you play the trumpet, teach the trumpet, or just like the trumpet, you should go to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com and burn some minutes that you'll never get back. And by the Trumpet Studio at Indiana University and the Jacobs School of Music. As one of the largest music schools in the country, the Jacobs School of Music is home to excellent ensembles, a wide variety of majors, and outstanding opportunities for students to develop their musicianship in preparation for lives and performance and education. As a classical player, you have the option of studying with John Rommel or our very own Joey Tartell. And for jazz players, IU is also home to John Raymond and Pat Harbison. Located in Bloomington, Indiana, IU is the flagship university of the state and a leader among music schools in the country. If you want that large school experience with the attention of a dedicated teachers, consider IU for your undergraduate or graduate degrees. For more information about trumpet study at IU, contact jtartell at indiana.edu. That's J-T-A-R-T-E-L-L at indiana.edu. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to yell, yip, and yo-yo information that we believe is yummy to a yeomanry of trumpeters. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chopsaver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Danny Zuko Gosling. So, hey. Oh, my. <laughs> Tell me more, tell me more. If you got chills and they're multiplying and you suffer from chap chops, don't use that other grease. Get on over to chopsaver.com. Yo, Brian, how you doing? <laughs> from wow. Jersey, great. So you might say it's like almost like greased lightning. <laughs> Potentially. No grease, though. Not wow. greasy at all. <laughs> Somebody's going to call up poor Dan and say, hey, we have a copyright act. No, I usually let <laughs> I usually try to let Dan know what I'm up to. Sometimes Danny I do. Zuko Gosling is awesome. <laughs> terrific. I expect his Instagram to entirely change this week right. as a result. Yeah. Start wearing a leather jacket. Exactly. So That'd Brian, how are you? How you doing? Uh, yeah, all good here in uh in Joyzy. I have a question about um how big an errata list is too big of an errata list? On a newly published, a newly published work or a republished work. uh, So, Joey, you did some editing. (laughs) Have I expressed my frustration of the editing on this podcast or no? Well, no, I don't think so. Uh, I have some frustrations with my editing of the uh, Carl Fisher books. Because I, I did a lot of work to, to really make those right, which is what they asked. Mm-hmm. And then when they said, all right, we're going to send you these to look over before we publish them because we're completely resetting them. But they didn't do that. They just sent me the books, which now have new mistakes in them, <laughs> which I had no opportunity to, to fix. Which At least your name's on it. And my name's on the cover. It is and your name is spelled correctly. My name is spelled correctly on that book. But what are you, are you referring to something specific? Brian? Yeah, so specifically. So um, the Na- U.S. National Championships, NABA National Championships are um, at the end North of American April. American Brass well, Band Association. Right. Mm-hmm. And they commissioned a piece um, by from Paul Lovett Cooper. So PLC. We get the, yep, PLC. So we get the piece. We've been working on it for about six weeks. Um, this week, this past week, we got a list of nearly 200 corrections. So many. So, yeah. Okay. I don't think your problem is the errata list. I think it's the timing <laughs> of the errata. Six weeks? Well, yeah. Well, at least six weeks we've been working on it. And the, it's so many that they're printing new scores and new parts for everyone. Well, are are these mistakes that were made or are these changes since it was originally written that's an enormous amount of mistakes to get published mistakes and wow. yeah and right now in um for the 
for the English regionals for the, the national final regional con contest, they're doing this in the first section, they're doing a piece um, that was written in 68 um, by Gilbert Vintner called Spectrum. They were just this past, maybe a couple of weeks ago, issued three pages of errata changes because the company re did a reprint and the reprint just went awry. So that everybody has the old version and they did a reprint that everybody had to get and- And it's wrong. It's wrong. Well, <laughs> wow. I wanna answer your first question, but then I think there's a question you're not really asking, which might be a better way to go. So stop talking. Let me tell you what you really meant to say. <laughs> Let me tell you to stop talking. Um, how <laughs> many errata is too again. many? It, it, there is no answer to that because if it's wrong, it should be fixed. So if there are yeah. 200, 300, or 1,000 mistakes, then that's how long the list should be because we want it to be right. Yeah, it needs fixed. There you go. That's not, it needs to be fixed. Oh my gosh, <laughs> to teach you people everything. It needs fixed. Wow, your Pennsylvania is really showing today. <laughs> are, you gonna, are, you, are you about to red up the house too? Is that happening? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I thought so. Wow. Wars to close. <laughs> Holy crap. I think the, the, bigger, the bigger issue here is why an organization that puts uh, its members on a clock is then interrupting that clock with stuff that they screwed up. It's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Right, because yeah. this isn't like, oh, you know, uh, we bought this, we're gonna do it on our spring concert. Oh, oh, what a drag. This is a competition. This is something that is in play and was specifically written for this competition yeah. that they're now telling you well into prep time, oh, by the way, start over in a lot of respects that's really a problem yeah yeah i was hoping yeah, the tempos would change because there's a lot of stuff that's isn't that the one that's too fast and you show some of that it's yes always, it's always too fast that's part of the game yeah like a ridiculously fast tempos yeah yeah that's right no but i but mean that the, that those parts didn't change so is there you know is there anything the equivalent of a player's union that says no we're not doing that. We're playing off well, the original charts. You know, sometimes a committee um, will like the committee who selected the music will say, yeah, we're we're not doing that. We're we're mm. not doing that piece or they'll change the piece or something. But yeah, it's pretty amazing. So like, I mean, just cut and paste mistakes and then like tons of extra accidentals and um, tons of accents that are not supposed to be there, like in every part all the way down the page. Right. Um, it's uh, pretty remarkable. I, I spent, I think two or two and a half hours in the, my preparation for the rehearsal last week, just making sure that I marked in the score, all of the changes so that they would have them. So we rehearsing those sections, <sighs> we're not rehearsing the mistakes. Um, and then we'll get new parts at some point. Yeah. That's just brutal. Yeah. It's not very efficient. Yeah. So, no, well, anyway. How long is too long? Oh no. As <laughs> many mistakes as there are. Yeah. We want should, it fixed. I get be, that. Should be fixed. Then again, if it hadn't happened, you wouldn't be able to throw them under the bus on this podcast. That's right. Yeah, but there. Uh, the other part of that is, is that I, I do, I, I, me, I'm nosy. I want to know how that happened. Like, where was the breakdown? Right. You know, was, you know, where was it from score to copy? Was it from, you know, copy to setting and proofreading and editing? I mean, there. Are, this is supposed to be uh, uh, a system that works. Yeah, how many eyes on it had to miss miss all of those things? Yeah, at what point do all of these mistakes go in and no one see them? Yeah, and what they sent out was um, somebody had gone through the score and asked questions about all of these things, and the questions got more and more snarky. Oh, I like that. Good, good <laughs> it was for just yeah, it was pretty funny. Well, but they the, just sent all of that and then his responses to all of right, the questions. Right, because when it's a when it's a new piece, you just go right to the composer and say, "Is this what you meant?" Yeah, and then the yeah. composer can say. Mm. No. no, right. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. And did it come from, was it him or was it the printer? Was it their editor? Was it, you know? Yeah. I, I think, I think it was in his process. He missed yeah. all of these. And then in the, in the, in the reprint of the Vintner, I think they outsource it to somebody who just made three pages of pretty major mistakes. Right. Right. I mean, there's they a lot of the reprints. They just did that. a bad job. Yeah. yeah. I think they yeah. just did a bad job. Wow. And people did, you know, were very kind about it, of course, online. And... Right, right. <laughs> well, the internet I've always found to be a very forgiving place. Yes, of course. exactly. Warm, of course. you know, inclusive. Yeah. 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 Wow. 
a lot of latitude there. Uh, Joey, what do you have for us? Well, gentlemen, uh, I mean, I've, I have two things I want to talk about. One, uh, I think we talked when I recorded for John Mellencamp several months ago. I think I told that story. Again, yes. I said, this is what happened. The record is out. Right. So uh, I, I, you can actually uh, you, go by the People record. People want to know, you know what a record is. Oh, right. The recording is out. Uh, the so MP3 is, is John, out. This is John Mellencamp's, I think, 25th studio uh, album. Oh, wow. You know, he's been going a long time. Uh, and it's called Strictly a One-Eyed Jack is the name of the of the recording. And the song I'm on is called Gone So Soon. Um, so he's put it up. You can go on YouTube and just put John Mellencamp Gone So Soon. He's put up, uh, you know, the tune there. So you don't have to buy it. I mean, I, I say go buy it. Give him some money. Um but it's kind of cool, uh, you know, to actually hear what I did and go, oh, how'd it work? You know, so I was kind of excited that that came out and it's out there and you can. And you, can you sounded it. great. I it worked that. perfectly. I it was exactly what it, was it needed. So, really well done. Yeah. Because yeah. as I've talked about, it was like, uh, what do you guys want? Oh, you know, like play something there. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <Play> something. <laughs> uh, so it's a little different. So yeah. there's that. And then something completely non-Trumpet related. I think we need to talk about Wordle. Can we talk about Wordle for a second? We, we can. I've not tried it yet, but there are others around me who are doing it. Yes. It's everywhere. If you're yeah, of our generation, or, or Bills especially, the old people out there, <laughs> are out there. If you haven't played this yet, it, it, it's, uh, it's a website. It's not an app. Uh, British. It's actually the, the, uh, it's Brian's people. All right. It's, so oh, that's great. Every day break. there is a five-letter word that is generated, random five-letter word, and then you guess a five-letter word, and you are you, and it tells you the website will show you if you got the letter correct, and if so, if it's in the correct position, and then you mm -hmm. have essentially six guesses to figure out the word. And so, if you're on social media now, what you see every day is people. You can hit share, and it shows the boxes, but without the letters to show how you did each time, and people it shows your how you did that day. Mm -hmm. If I got it in three or four guesses or, you know, this has taken over the social media of our generation and it's driving me nuts. And here's why. Here's my <laughs> new theory on Wordle. And this is why I want to talk about it. I think this is one. And I like puzzle games. So let me start by saying I once I saw it, I'm like, oh, I'll check this out. And I've I mean, in. for your lack of knowledge of games, I'm. I'm surprised actually to hear you say that. It is amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, but it's having done this now for a, just like a couple of weeks, here's my theory. And please tell me if you think I'm on or off base. Oh, we will. I don't think it's hard, but I think it's one of those things that looks hard. So then people feel like they're smart. Oh, right. That's so they're cool. like, oh, look, I did it. Well, and you can only do it once a day, right? Once a day. So and everybody, uh, and everybody has the same word can't go back in and fail right so you do it on the on that day and you're like hey look i got it and then you share that on facebook or twitter instagram like look how smart i am but if you guess two words in a row that have zero letters in that word you've mm -hmm. now eliminated 10 of 26 letters that's a lot of information even if you've gotten mm -hmm. zero after two guesses Right, I love that you did the math on this. Oh, I've totally got it because I've been, I've been, I'm just driving did. me crazy. It's but so I good. think people like to feel smart, so they're like, uh -huh. Well, look, I guessed a five letter word and like four well, guesses. Look how smart I am. I'm like, It's, I don't think it's that hard. That's why people listen to us, they want to feel smart, <laughs> exactly. So. But if you listen to us, we're gonna help you get smarter, right. Or you're going to feel smarter than us, yeah. And they're then, definitely going to well, feel there is, smarter. Well, there's that. That's what I'm saying. Do you have yeah. thoughts on this? I like the concept of it. What's intriguing, I think, is that to me was this idea that you can only play once a day. Mm -hmm. But what a better way to keep you focused on this thing. Because now you can't wait to get back to it the next time. And all day you're walking around thinking about five-letter words. Right. And everybody in the world has the same word each day. Yeah. So you can compare. But right. again, I don't think it's... I, I think I'm more concerned not with the game itself, but with how people are using it. Like, hey, look, I did it. I'm so I'm so cool and I'm so smart. That's more my concern. Right. Yeah. That's what people that do with high notes. Should be a concern. Look, yeah. I played high notes. I'm a great trumpet player. I think this is. This yeah, is the, I think there's something to that. <laughs> well, this is like the Arbin challenge of word games. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. See? That's the yes. one. That's the one that drove me crazy, though, <laughs> because it was like, I'm going to do the, the Arbin challenge by playing this Maynard Ferguson tune or whatever. Like, no. <laughs> right. He didn't write that. It's right. Arbin. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's so, yeah, it's driving me nuts. So, but what do you got today? It. Thanks for letting well, me. Well, I oh no, that's good. I also have two things. I want to talk about. Yesterday, I had this lesson with with the student. Let's just call her um, Caitlin. For example, for example, <laughs> you remember Caitlin? Actually, of she's course. the one that brought us the fancy. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yesterday she's playing uh, Virtuosity out of my book. This was totally a shameless plug. Wow. And it Wait, you ends... have a, hold on. You have a book? <laughs> Tell I us do. about the book. And to head I, to a... Where would I be able to find this book and what is the Will, title? WilliamStoneman.com. 26 Contemplative Studies for Trumpet. And yes, that sounds free good. shipping. Yeah, free but shipping. I'm not paying for shipping. No, you're not going to get... <laughs> you don't have to pay for shipping. It's free. Oh, well, this sounds mm-hmm. good. I should check that out. WilliamStoneman.com? That's it. Yeah, it's amazing. It was available. So Caitlin is playing so Caitlin, velocity. she's playing verse and it and toward the end of it it has a third space C to D flat trill. Sure. Yes, it does. C to and D so flat. she's she's struggling and she's she's doing the trill one and two and I'm just waiting for her to finish and I, it's not going well and I'm like, hey, uh, what's the what's the trouble with the trill? And she goes, it's gross. <laughs> And I was like, so that would I'm, be the opposite okay. of I said the opposite of fancy, yes. Right. And I'm like, I'm sitting right here, you know. And as uh, the composer. And so I, as I start to ask her about well, why didn't you think about an alternate fingering there? And she said, Well, what possible alternate fingering could I <laughs> and then it dawns on her, right? And I'm like, Why didn't you think of that in the practice room? She goes, Because it just it didn't come to me until you started to ask that question. <laughs> she got really upset. But I could see it, kind of, you know, that moment where it just kind of washes over her, like, right? Oh no, why well, <laughs> didn't? Oh, but it was beautiful. Yeah. And she played it open three, and everything was fine. Ah, it was all good, but not there fancy. There are at least two other ways you could go about that. Sure. Yeah, because you could go two and three to three. Yeah, or two and three to to open. One, uh, two and three to one, two, <laughs> two and three. To one, two and three. Three to one, two and three. Because then right. the trill is actually with the first valve, which your finger mm-hmm. actually works best. You have to worry yep. about the sound difference. But they're right. There's usually more than one way to go about these things. Right. It just hadn't dawned on her, and then she felt I could see the whole thing wash over her. Like I'm an idiot for struggling with this. Why didn't <laughs> I just think about this? Although I do like that she called what you're writing gross. I know that's yeah. That's right good. out there. Yeah, gets bonus points for that. Good What's for going her. on with that? It's gross. It's Thank gross. You. Now, the other thing I had was because of the time difference between here and, um, as Brian might call it, the motherland. Um, <laughs> yes. I woke up to a message from Craig Roberts this morning. All right. Darth Darth Roberts. Yes. Right. Who apparently is a listener in Wales. He's listening <laughs> to us. As well he should be. He should. And the message, uh, the messenger said, um, aggressively mediocre. I have a term reserved for that. It's called delusions of adequacy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's really good. Darth. Always next level. Delusions of adequacy. Delusions of adequacy. Okay, Craig. That is a great phrase. That's fantastic. Brilliant. Craig is awesome. Yeah. Now we you know we've talked about this and we're not, we're this this podcast is not about having guests. Like we kind of do our own thing. Yeah. But I will say this. There's a short list of people who I would consider having on here, and he's oh, one of them. He's definitely I, on the I, list. I, oh, I my gosh. Think, we've set this up because, you know, uh, there's so many podcasts out there that are set up as, so I'm going to talk to right. so-and-so. And, and, and that's not what we're about. But I don't think that we're just, you know, rigid in our we're never going to have anyone on. Oh, no. I think we no, might. not at all. But now the thing is, you realize people who have asked about being on here, like it's there's interest in it. Well, of course, who wouldn't want to be on? So here? whoever's going to be the first <laughs> guest. Oh, I don't want to be on here. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's true. We forced Brian on. Brian, he doesn't want to be anywhere we, where there's other people. We won't let him out. <laughs> yeah, right. if we let four people into the Zoom meeting. He might have to bail. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, uh, in case you have delusions of adequacy. I like I that quite great. a bit. Craig, Craig's listening. Good. He's paying attention. Good Craig, job, All right, Craig. boys. Time for a game. Let's play a quick game before we get rolling. Oh, no. Right. What, what, are we, well, what are we playing today? So, after, and I love this, Joey, because you, uh, you know, you never know what the game is. And then no. that leaves you having to write a theme song arrangement before the next <laughs> podcast comes out. That's true. And I just, I love this. But after, <laughs> after last week's success of the $10 pyramid scheme, it dawned success. on me that. <laughs> Wait, who, who yeah. had success in that? My, it's my perspective. Okay, fair Bill enough. did, not us. I had a lot of great success with that. Brian and I folded on that. 
bad. Well, bad, today's going to be even better. It dawned on me that we all know each other pretty well. I mean, we've spent a lot of time working together, playing, riding, you know, eating, talking, all that stuff. And so why not really put that knowledge to the test, which is why today it's time for the open bell edition of The Newlywed Game. So now because oh I can't God. sequester you and ask you the same questions. <laughs> oh no. I'm going to ask you questions about one another. Oh, holy moly. <laughs> this is not going to go well. This is going to be <laughs> oh awesome. My gosh. <laughs> and you I think just we'll... ask those questions about you. <laughs> no, I, I think you know. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna ask okay. questions. I could have done that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not a it's not about me, Joey. It's <laughs> It's wow. not embarrassing us. It's That's not fair. embarrassing you guys. All right. Uh, let's start. with Who wants to go first? Who, who would like to answer the questions first? I'll go first. Oh, right. there That's, you go. Oh, Brian's in. All right, Brian. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, Brian's normally first. That's good. All right, Brian. Here we go. <laughs> what brand of e-bike did Joey just purchase? Oh. oh he does up. not listen. I, yeah, well. <laughs> My new commuter. I did write it the down too. Because you were thinking about getting one. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I wrote it down. I even went to the website and looked at them. Unbelievable. Yeah. I have no idea. All right, Joey. <sighs> that's next. a it's a one ride up. One ride one up. One ride up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Affordable, good. These guys out of San Diego. Nice bike. All right. Okay. I'm not yeah. going to know any of these. This apparently, is apparently one of our new sponsors. All right. Uh, <laughs> hi, Brian. Next question. What non-music job? Did Joey have and talk about on the podcast? He worked for AOL, didn't he? There you go. That's one of See? them. See, that's one of them. All right. He also taught, he also, at least, at least one other. Yeah. He also taught kindergarten. I also taught kindergarten. Yeah, <laughs> he right. was the kindergarten cop. That's right. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. All right, Brian. What is Joey's zodiac sign? <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Aries or something? No idea. No, I, no idea. Joey. What well, is I'm it, Joey? A, I'm a Libra. I was born in October. <laughs> uh, I'm on the I'm on the cusp, actually. Wow. Yeah. Between Virgo and Libra. Um all right. What brand of bass trumpet does Joey play? You've stood right next to me. Yeah, a million That's times. Unbelievable. <laughs> and we've talked about it. Okay, this hurts. This is the best part of this. I'm sorry. You guys are going to leave here and have an argument after the show, aren't you? It's not a BNS. I think we're breaking up. Yeah, we have to break up. I don't care. It sounds good. I don't care what brand it is. It's not a BNS. It's a Getson. It is a Getson. Oh, it's it is the Getson. Yeah. yeah. You I, lust I have, after the Bach. I well, I have I have at uh, times been loaned uh, my colleague Carl Lenthi's Bach. He's just left it with me, and I have played that, which is a lovely horn. And we're still there's still a shot of getting that Mount Vernon back at some point that yeah, you've played in the show in Texas. From Shires. Gotta, yeah, yeah, talk to those people. All right, Brian. What model, specific model Mini Cooper does Joey drive? Now you specific model? Yeah, you've the, driven the, this car. The Clubman the Clubman? There you go. It is. Yeah, a that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you took it and disappeared for a few hours in it. <laughs> yes, I did. It yes, was when great. We, we were, were at your house. At your house. <laughs> You took where's, my car. Yeah. Where's Brian? He took my car. He's got it was hours. <laughs> he and Kate left. Yeah, we were out. All right. Enough of this fifth people. This might be the most difficult one, but what year did Joey join the U.S. Army Jazz Ambassadors? Oh, that's a hard one. The Jazz Ambassadors. So as, in like. As a wartime veteran, you know. <laughs> it's a clue. It's true. It's true. Like 87 or something? So close. 1988. 88. Oh, oh right. Yeah. That's yeah. not bad. Pretty good guess. That is a pretty yeah, good that's guess. That's pretty close. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Joey, it's your turn. All right. I'm Joey's going to nail these. I'm going down in flames. <laughs> what is Brian's favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> Blue. Come I mean, on. red. <laughs> green. No green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, of course, the funny answer I want to write is, you know, gray, because it just blends into everything. <laughs> uh, Brian's favorite color. Um, green? I don't know what his favorite color is. That's a good guess. It's purple. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I thought you knew well, me. 
Here we go. <laughs> you this never wear purple. I've never you seen you in purple. I don't you don't purple. listen to me. Um, <laughs> He's never position? expressed in any way that purple is his favorite color. <laughs> He's never said it out loud until now, and he never wears the color. God, it's a spat. You guys <laughs> are having a spat. I'm now buying you a purple trumpet case. It's going to happen. All right. What position in baseball did Brian play at Overland? Uh, he was a shortstop. Wow, well done. Yeah. yeah. What is Brian's zodiac sign? Oh, see, I don't. I generally think of zodiac signs as garbage, so I don't even remember <laughs> what which ones go with which months. Um, what is he? I don't. I don't know. Is he a Sagittarius? Wow. I don't. No. I don't know. I just made that hey, up. Are you a Sagittarius? No offense. I am not a Sagittarius. Aquarian, born in the age of Aquarius. Oh, wow. Yeah, no Living the charmed that. life. Yeah. All right. What kind of cornet does Brian play? Plays a besson. Oh, nails. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Nailed it. All right. What color is the interior of Brian's beige Toyota Corolla? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that to be beige on beige. <laughs> it's beige on beige. It, it is beige on beige. Yeah. Um, and it just dawned on me that at no point in time did Joey ever take Brian's car for a ride for two hours. Yeah, what's that, up with that? When you come to my house, you don't drive. Oh, that's, no, that's right. True. Bill drove. I did drive. Yeah. All right. And no one has ever said, hey, man, mind if I borrow your Corolla for a joy man, ride? I'd love to take that out for a spin. Do you mind? I want to see how that thing handles on the open road. <laughs> doesn't rattle too much. Be careful. No one can see you. Here's the keys. All right. What academic year did Brian and his family live in the UK? Oh, wow. Um, that's a good question. So that was before we did our thing. Mm -hmm. uh, was that 2004-5? Way too, way too long ago. Yeah. When was it? 9-10. Uh, 9-10. Oh, yeah. nope, fold. Yeah. yeah. Well done. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So okay. the, the real thing is now we're going to have a nice little trumpet ensemble arrangement of the of the newlywed game theme song. <laughs> I have to go look that up. I have to tell you, I giggled last week when I went and found uh, the $10,000, the original oh, yeah. one. Oh, I'm totally awesome. doing this. <laughs> yeah. $10 All right, boys. Pyramid scheme. $10 pyramid scheme. I think it's going to catch on. All right, boys. Time for a couple things. If we only knew then what we know now, then again, what fun would that be? But we must admit, it would have been nice to have some knowledge from our future selves when making decisions in our youth. That's why today we're sharing advice from our future selves, the stuff that, have we known, would have made our trumpeting lives and our lives in general so much better. All right, boys, what do you got? All it's right. a fun little list. We're doing four each? Is that the plan? Three I each, thought, four each? Whatever. I've got five. I thought we were doing four. Oh, five you got each, five. But... Okay. I, I, that's fine. Yeah. 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 All right, round robin, Brian, you going yeah, first? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, these are more for me. They're more global, um, but I I love this. Just because someone isn't teaching it to you doesn't mean you shouldn't know it, or doesn't mean you really need to know it. Like, there's a lot of things that I've learned recently, or in the last ten or fifteen years, that I wish somebody had mentioned, but I wish I'd just been more curious. Um, you know. Yeah. I just think it's a really important thing and teachers can't teach you everything you need to know. It's just not possible. And they're not even supposed to. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we have this a lot when we talk about, uh, there's a lot, and this gets to a broader, but uh, people often will talk about college and say, well, this didn't really prepare me for my job because you didn't <laughs> tell me this or this or this. Right. No matter one, uh, from an idealistic standpoint, college isn't isn't just job preparation. In fact, not really job preparation at all. It's about higher learning. But even the idea of if we try to tell you every single little thing, that's not really what we should be doing. So, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, part of that is experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Some yeah. sort of intellectual curiosity on the part of the student and on my part would have been, I think, valuable <laughs> more than I had. Well, isn't that it, right? I mean, that there's the real advice, right? Like, yeah. cultivate intellectual curiosity, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. It, uh, can I go now? 
Yeah. All right, because my first on. one is related, but I think I said it differently. But this is literally <laughs> number one on my list. Mm-hmm. Screw around more. So here's, uh, yeah. what didn't, here's what didn't occur to me. When I was in uh, when I was in high school, you know, my mother was a nurse, so she often worked weekends. And my father, every Saturday, went out and played golf. So what do you do on Saturday mornings? When we were growing up, you watch cartoons. And then what? Well, in the living room, I would often put on Maynard records and try and play along with them. And all I thought I was doing was screwing around. I did not think I was practicing. Uh-huh. I thought, i got to try this. This would be cool. You know? <laughs> and I should have been doing more of that kind of stuff because I was a good practicer and did, taking care to do uh-huh. the stuff my teacher tells me and do this other kind of stuff. But this, this is exactly related to the, the, the curiosity of, well, yeah. what else? Well, what else interests you? What else do you want to be doing? What else do you want to be checking out? Screw around more. Yeah. Think what's out there that I want. I mean, this is my, I, I, we had, don't talk about this, but it's exactly the same thing Brian just said. I just said it worse. <laughs> well, no, I, yeah, I, I've always said that I, I learned so many things working on my own when I was asking the question, I wonder if I could. Right. Yeah. right? <laughs> like, I wonder if I could double tongue octaves like Vizzuti. I wonder if I could play that higher, I, that much higher. I wonder, you know, yeah. just in that mindset. Right. You listen you know. to something and go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Could I do that? And, you know, my band director's that. not asking me to do that. My teacher's not asking me to do that. I'm going. Nope. You know, it'd be cool, right? If I could do that. <laughs> I'm so you start that. screwing around. Yeah, totally. Great, great advice. Right. My future self, future Bill, apparently is a little angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first message I got was, uh, "More of those long tones would have been helpful, you pheasant." <laughs> <laughs> Did you not play long tones? Uh, no, not really. Wow. I didn't need to. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he he didn't need to because he didn't want to be good. Yeah. I mean, why bother? You know? (laughs) Wow. No, I, you know, I think about all the things I practiced and I just didn't take the time to do that. But by the time I got to like to college in particular, it was like I was introduced to the Clark stuff and my teacher was all about this rep and this rep and this new book. And I kind of went in, but missed that fundamental aspect of it and did you did you hear what he just said he said the clark book this new book that's when he went to college the clark <laughs> book was new yeah. no it yeah. was new to me <laughs> herbert <laughs> clark had just put it out there's well, this new thing called the clark book herb herb and my teacher were <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> we're friends <laughs> yeah release so party I, man yeah, the Clark book was amazing to me, and I gobbled up those four studies like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. So brutal. <laughs> All right, Brian, wow. round two. Okay, so uh, second one. Uh, when someone tells you you sound good, it's okay to believe them. <laughs> when you think you sound bad or playing poorly, believe that and also work to fix it. And then in addition to that, stop the negativity. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I okay. just wish. Is, go ahead. I know, I know that you're saying this is this is future, Brian. Is present Brian believe this? Um, mm. present Brian is learning to believe this. <laughs> wow. Because I have I have stood right next to present Brian and heard him sound like a million bucks and and expressed, "Hey, that sounds really good." And I know he didn't believe it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a work in progress. <laughs> I've heard him sound great, and then say, "I go, man, you sound great." He goes, "I am on my teeth." <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah the the negativity and the the judgment i think it's just not healthy and like if i'm playing badly and it sounds bad i'm just put in the work and don't be so upset about it just i mean my emotions go up and down like if i'm having a great playing day like i did the thing this morning i played the piccolo high g came out no problem like totally feel great and uh you know a couple days ago i did it everything was terrible just dark all day long and if i could somehow even that out <laughs> oh emotionally yeah. right yeah. yeah wow so what you're i think what you're saying is and correct me if i'm wrong your level of play has nothing to do with your self-worth <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't no that's right, right. if it you should. play the, if you play the trumpet great it doesn't make you a good person and if you play the trumpet horribly it doesn't make you a bad one exactly right, right. yeah yeah that's that great advice, Brian. Advice. Yeah. 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 You should listen to that. That's good advice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Holy That's Lord. exactly the way a famous teacher might say that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, he wouldn't actually say those words. Say those words. No, those words. words. It wouldn't be phrased that way, or actually no. even verbalized. But that's the message. But that's what he meant. That's that is meant. the message. That's totally what. That's he meant. the message. That was it. All right, Joey. Round two. Round two for me is very simple. Go after your weaknesses. Yes. Boy, I, as as a young trumpet player, like I, I was a good young trumpet player, but there were some holes there that I just tried to make sure nobody saw. <laughs> you knew about them, but you avoided them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I showed up at college, and one of my first lessons with Barbara was, just, right, what do you think your big weaknesses are? And I said, oh, easy. And I said, low register, multiple tongue. And she's like, really? She, so we started poking around. She's like, wow, yeah, you're right on with that. You know? so, <laughs> I mean, I knew they were there. I just tried to make sure that you know, I play music where you can see them and kind of hide out. And right. even musically speaking. You know? uh -huh. oh, that's so, great. yeah, go after them early and often. You know, uh -huh. you know what that are, you know what you're good at. You know what you're bad at. Dive in. Go, go, go. Start. What, was the, what was the switch that allowed you to make that adjustment? So you actually started going after that stuff. Uh, for me, it was getting to college and being around other people that were really, really good and serious. Mm -hmm. You know, because in high school, uh, and this, you know, I will say I was guilty of this at the time. Um, I was a good trumpet player, so I liked that being part of who I was, like you're talking about, kind of related yeah. to who you are as a person. <laughs> sure. So then I wouldn't want to show any weakness because that would show that I'm not good. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Right? So then it's like I want to cover them up so everybody thinks I'm really good so that I'm cool. But then you get to college and it's like, wait a minute, I'm going to do this as a professional. I've got some clearing holes. <laughs> I, I, I got to go. And I wish yeah. I'd started that earlier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get after those weaknesses. You know where they are. You don't have to wait for somebody else to tell you. Do it. Yeah. I like Just it. do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Round two for me is uh, the message is it's not about the trumpet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shocking. true for you. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Right? Yeah, but I think figuring out sooner that this just it's a vehicle for the things that you want to do. And, you know, I think it kind of ties in with what you were saying, you know, about you know, don't, you know, don't base everything you feel every day or, you know, judge yourself about how that's going because it really isn't about that. I mean, this is the vehicle you have to be excellent and to impact other people and to do do your work. So, yeah. And are you able to take that advice now? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Bigger picture. That can, like that it. can be a hard one. It can, you can get kind of wrapped yeah. up in it, though. It's hard not to get your, you know, you get really wrapped up in the practice room and wrapped up in the ensembles and wrapped up into lesson stuff and wrapped and up making into... A, making and, a trumpet podcast and writing trumpet books and doing whatever <laughs> else, right? It's all trumpet. But yeah, yeah, the trumpet is with the, you all the time. Yeah, it's a, not about the trumpet. That could be a lot. That could be a lot. For example. <laughs> for, for example. You keep it at arm's length. Yeah. 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 Or just remember that, you know, there are, there are a lot of other things to consider. Hmm. You know, all right, Brian. Round three. Round three. So, um, I want wanted to remind myself. I have to do it now too. Everything takes time, so change takes time. I want this change in my playing. It's not going to happen this week, but it might happen in the next six months. And I think maybe because of the injury and coming back from it, it's really stared me in the face about how long the process actually is. And, um, you know, in this world of, you know, instant gratification and the world is literally in your pocket, you know, all that computing power in the box of knowledge, it's, um, it's easy to forget how long it takes. And it's, um, it was a nice wake up call for, for me to, um, you know, when dealing with my students, you know, give them more space to take more time to make the changes that we're asking for. I mean, that's not done in a week. Well, why not? Well, <laughs> it takes longer. Mm -hmm. I, I think this is a sitcom problem. Uh, uh, yes. I, I <laughs> right. Love, I love sitcoms. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, I always like trying to find some good, funny TV. There's some new ones out. You should check out. There's some funny stuff out there. Um, but everything gets resolved in 22 minutes. <laughs> Right. Right. So you watch yeah. something and it's like, oh, that's all that is. OK, great. And everybody's all happy and then everything's fixed. That's just not how it really works. No. <laughs> Nothing gets turned. It's not like you just turn on a light switch and suddenly you're better. 
Yeah. You know, I've actually worked with students here where I've gone out of my way g- to give them something. This just happened with one of my freshmen. We're working on something specific, and I gave her this piece that uh, she came in last week and went, I can't play this. I said, I know. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> right. She's like, but it's been a week. I'm like, right. There are things you can't learn in a week. Yeah. This is one of them. It's more yeah. like t- 22 minutes a day for 22 years. <laughs> right. right. You know. Then you have then a hope. Then, yeah. then there's a shot. By the you way, if you're looking shot. for a, did we talk about this? If you're looking for a good new sitcom, check out Abbott Elementary. Oh, hmm. yes. Very hmm. funny. These people seem to get the idea of teaching. It's set around elementary right. school. It's very, it's very funny. There's like, as of right now, maybe five or six episodes out. Go check it out. Right. It's very funny. Oh, and great. you can totally relate from your teaching days. Oh, well, we, you know, we're teachers now. These are yeah. our teaching days. That was your, your young kid teaching days, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's very, very funny. Uh, yeah. Good. Okay. Oh, wait. No, it's me for round three. Uh, yeah. Yes. All right. I think this might be a little bit related to the weaknesses, but even from a broader sense in musically, take more chances. Be willing to yeah. put yourself out there and do stuff. And, you know, from, uh, from my personal experience, I will say like through high school and even especially in through college, this is where it's like, if I'm not pretty sure I'm going to sound at least okay, I'm going to try and avoid this or avoid that or sidestep this or sidestep that. And that really, was, uh, Oh, totally. Yeah. You why seem you... the opposite of that. Well, now this is why it's future me. Yeah. yeah you were talking Joey. about doing gigs when you were in high school and like, Hey, just show up and do this thing. And you're like, okay, sure. But I was fairly confident. I was going to have to read some stuff and, and playing the right notes in the right order. It's going to be fine. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that <Yeah>. I can do, <laughs> you know, you know, but like, uh, you know, f- for example, like uh, jazz improvisation as a, as a young person, I was like, um, boy, other people seem to do this really, really well. And so I shied more and more away from it. And then I was sitting next to people in college who were great at it. I'm like, okay, I'll just pass stuff. And then I got into jazz ambassadors. I'm like, well, these people, you know, I've got great jazz players sitting next to me. I, I'll just play lead. Right. So that's why I, I, when I left there, I'm like, I need to go get a jazz degree because I need to plug this hole. I got to get better at this. Right. I wish I'd started that earlier. I wish I'd just let, you know, take more chances, be willing to put yourself out there, be willing to sound bad or not be as good and say, okay, now now I know where I am and now I can go rather than hide it. So when somebody would ask you to do jazz improvisation in high school, you would just like blast a double C and they'd go, you know, never mind. Or saying, (laughs) oh, that sounds cool because when you're in high school. Do that, yeah. The neuralizer, it works. The neuralizer, yeah. (laughs) Credit, Credit to Dr. Valk. That's right. Yes. Well, his credit is his is an A, but okay. <laughs> I just went with the phrase, the neuralizer. Oh, the neuralizer, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like, hey, when in doubt, put a high note on the end. Everybody's yeah, like, cool. Just wipes them out. <laughs> it, it works. doesn't matter what happened before that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right, what do you got there, Bill? Uh, next message from Future Self is, a, hey, waking up at Odark Hunter to practice really paid off. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh. Wow. Future Bill's a little snarky. Yes, Definitely. He is. Yeah, it's a sign of things to come. <laughs> a little sleep deprived. I, I remember, yeah, the the morning show thing is not agreeing with me. <laughs> I realized that there was more than one seven a.m. on a, or one more than one seven o'clock the on seven a Wednesday. O'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I thought there was just the one. But um I remember doing this, like knowing that I should get up early morning practice because my class schedule, especially my freshman year of college, was brutal. So I was I was practicing before the cafeteria even opened. And then yeah. I could grab food and then, you know, and at the time was thankless and wasn't really thinking about it. I was just putting the time in. But then as I look back at that and went, oh, no, that was a that was a great move. Like I yeah. got a lot better in that time frame. Yeah. As I reflect back. on. So that. then so, you stop doing it, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Change it. Yeah. It's not broke. <laughs> fix it. <laughs> if it's no, not I broke. Fix it. Oh my god, my head hurts when you say things like that. I know. I that was that was some Western PA coming coming right at you. Yeah. Um, but no, it it felt you know it's one of those things you're doing at the time. But if you could if you could look back on that right years later, you go, no, that really paid off. That's a thing. That is, uh, you know, of all the things that we've all done poorly, that is the thing I figured out young and stayed with it. Right. You know, like oh. I got to college and went, okay, we need to figure this out. What if I just got here when school opened? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That yep. one I did. That one I did do right. So, yeah, yeah there's something to that. You mm-hmm. know, get, get your butt up and go practice. Yeah, your My high school teacher told me you. to do that. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. He, he was like, look, when you get to school, 
practice right after breakfast or be the first one in the building, do an hour, get it out of the way before your first class. Sure. It's really important. Yeah. You put the time in. Yep. You got it. Yeah, absolutely. Round four, Brian. Round four. So um, nothing that we're talking about happens without thinking deeply and consistently about it. And I spent so many decades just sort of, you know, just going through the motions and not, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just like, yeah, I think I'll do that. Yeah. I'll think I'll do that. And, um, and just lucked into stuff. And, and I think that, you know, real excellence comes from stopping and thinking about it, taking your time um, and, uh, and processing and doing it every day and in a very consistent way and, um, and planning it out. I think that's important. This is enormous. This maybe we ha- we may have to revisit this as an entire episode uh, because this relates to last week. The aggressively mediocre crowded in the yes. middle crowd. Mm-hmm. There are so many people that are like, okay, so I'm in band, and they told me I'm supposed to take lessons, so I take lessons, and you know, I put in my 20 minutes. I look at the clock when I walk into the room, and 20 minutes later, I walk back out, and I do that every day. And you know, I'm a good band kid, and I'm a nice kid. And, you know, why is that person doing so much better than me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because what they're doing is they're checking all of the boxes without any real dedication or thought given to the process or what they're actually doing. Right. You know, and I think, you know, I think back and when I finally realized that, oh, I don't when I'm comparing myself to the people I'm sitting around in high school, I'm doing this wrong because none of them actually want to be trumpet players. <laughs> like mm-hmm. by the time I'm 16 and I know I really want to be a trumpet player that I'm actually doing this at a higher level than the people I'm sitting next to in my high school band, that should be expected, not a surprise. Like that's not something to be proud of because nobody I was sitting next to wanted to be a professional trumpet player. (laughs) So that idea of like, oh, wait a minute, I'm doing this wrong. You know, you're giving that thought to it because there's so many people that exactly what you're talking about. They check all of the boxes and think, well, how come, how come the Chicago symphony is not calling me up and asking me to play principal? I mean, mm. I'm in band. I'm going. I did my lessons. I, did my I played my etude this week. I covered the notes. Right. I was there. Yeah. It, that that kind of lack of of depth of commitment and thought is everywhere, and well, it's, it's a real problem. And this is where Craig's Craig's words ring true. His interpretation of Wilson. Those are delusions of adequacy. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You yeah. check all the boxes. Now I'm excellent. No, yeah. that's not the way it works. No. <laughs> Yeah, you check all the boxes, and that means not very much. Yeah, means maybe yeah, a good start. If that's all you're doing, it doesn't mean all that much. Yeah, in mm-hmm. the big picture. Wow, that's really good. That's really good. We may have to come back to that and go. That may be bigger. And yeah. the, the thing well, that I have used over the years with my own children and and with some of my students is that hey, you know what what are you doing right now? You know, sitting in the lobby or playing a video game or whatever it happened to be. I'm like, huh? Yeah, that student from. Uh, Philadelphia that you're going against for uh, all state jazz bands practicing right now. That's right. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, the other competitors in the undergraduate division in NTC, yeah, they're all practicing right now. Yeah. Rock, just, Rocky just four is in the Russian wilderness since exactly. we've been using that a lot. Like he's, people, he's, he's, he's in the Russian wilderness running even, up a mountain right now. Yeah. Not posting it on Instagram, no. not letting right. anyone know, yeah. just doing the work. Just actually doing it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rocky Four, and we're back to Rocky Four. <laughs> it's always, it's all. I had to get it back it's in there. Good place to get did. it. Too. Totally. All right, whose turn? Oh, I think I, uh, I'm up. Joey Four, Four. Yeah, there you go, Joey. Yep. I've got two words for you. Oh. Say yes. When people ask you to do something, just say yes. Right? Hey, mm-hmm. would I you like play it. this? Yeah. Hey, I, I was going to do this thing. Are you interested in this? Yeah. Right. I think way too <laughs> often it's. Yeah, but I'm busy, or I've got this other thing, and maybe that's inconvenient. Say yes, go play. You want to be a musician? Play music. You want to be a trumpet player? Go play trumpet. <laughs> right. Yeah. I right. had this on my list and, and took it off for something else to try to keep it to five, but my I said, take the gig. Right. Yeah. yeah. But and, and in school, it's not even about gigs. Hey, when no. you play my recital, yeah. I, I'm perpetually shocked when people have a hard time putting together uh, you know, personnel for a recital. I remember being an undergrad and people saying, hey, would you plan? Yeah, of course. I played on so many, uh, in my first two years at Eastman, I was dating a, a singer. And so I knew a lot of the singers and they're like, hey, we're doing this thing. Would you play? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. What, do yeah. you want to know what we're playing? Well, yeah, eventually, sure. But yeah, of course <laughs> I want to play. So we do, I would say yes to all of this stuff. And, you know, so now when I see students, I mean, I ask these people and, 
well, they say they're busy or they're doing this. I'm like, yeah, I thought they wanted to be musicians. No. Right. Say yeah. yes, get the experience, and go play. I remember a singer asking me to play Bright Seraphim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second semester, my freshman year. So yeah. I went to my teacher. And I said, yeah, like I told her I'd do this. And he goes, oh, oh okay. Well, piccolo. So here we go. We're off. Yeah. You know? So, so we're going to play some pig. So we're going to do that. And I, then I remember like a couple of the, the composition majors. And once you say once to this or yes to it once, then you're the guy. Totally. So sure. like, this is a good like, thing. You know, like, hey, I have this new piece. Will you play it? I'm like, wow, you're asking me. Of course I'll play on it. This will be great. And then they hand it to you and you go, uh oh. What, <laughs> what have I done? I can't Can even, talk I don't about even this know part? what this says. <laughs> I'll tell Are you one of the things. Notes? <laughs> here's some great experience I got as an undergrad at Eastman. The graduate program, when I was there, there was no undergrad in jazz studies. So the jazz studies was only grad students. And part of the writing program was you'd write these things and then record them. And they did the recordings oh, at yeah. eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I think they had asked, I, my first year there, you know, uh, I certainly wasn't one of the strongest lead players in the school. I mean, I was okay. Uh, but I think some of the stronger lead players, they had asked, hey, would you come do this? Would you come do this? And they were like, Ugh. Eight in the morning. Eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. So they had to get all the way down to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I get to go record somewhere? Yeah, sure, great. <laughs> so I show up at eight in the morning, and we're doing a recording session. Yeah. Like essentially a, you know, like a real-type recording session, That's which awesome. was an unbelievable yeah. experience. So then yeah. I just became that guy because I said yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So for those three years I was there, it's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, Joey will always say yes to this exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Boom, I'm in. Great experience. Say mm-hmm. Yes. Say yes. Say yes. I love okay. it. Beautiful. All right, Bill, what do you got in round four? Uh, round four for me is, I zoomed out a little bit on this one, don't spend time with people who don't make you better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the double negative, don't, don't. You're, You're very welcome. negative this morning, Bill. I am. Are future you okay? Bill is, future Bill's negative. F- future Bill's cranky. <laughs> He's a little cranky. <laughs> He's a cranky he old a, man. He called me a pheasant. Yeah. <laughs> and then was sarcastic about my practice habits. Yeah. Well, still, Which is still a compliment, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, Maybe it is the older you get, you know, you realize that time is the greatest thing that you have, the most important thing we have, and you should spend that with the right people. And sure, it's nice to have fun once in a while, but... Well, you, you need know, to have fun once in a while. You need to have but, fun, but, but the right people. Yeah, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where I said there, there are these people around every music school, the people that will sit there and complain about how much better it used to be, and the people that are always <laughs> telling you how much they practice, but they always right. seem to be out somewhere telling you this rather than actually practicing right these are not the people you want to be spending time with exactly what you're talking about these are the people who will drag you down to their level which is not where you want to be right (laughs) that was and this was the thing that dawned on me when i was having the north texas north texas experience was that i was there to study with keith and i had great teachers and all that but man i was surrounded by people who pushed me every day everybody pushing everybody every day and that that was a really cool thing and right. I, I suggest zoom this out too. I mean, everybody's in search of being happy and having less anxiety and all those things. Like, take stock of who's around you in your life and who you let in. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I had that as a student as well, and I've been trying. I think as we all have to create that. And I, when I see that in my students, that they've created an environment where they are practicing together and they're, you know, working and pushing each other, and then still hanging out and having fun. I'm like, oh my gosh. I think I may have helped do something right. You know, it yeah. feels like yeah. it's, it's, it's really good on both sides. Yeah. I got a very, very funny picture. We did our first audition day a couple of weeks ago, and we do our auditions in a uh, large uh, rehearsal room. So they put a table in there. And so behind the table, you know, it was, uh, it was me and Kevin. John had to miss. He was recording, so I was recording it for him. So a large table in there with two chairs. And uh, there, uh, I got a picture uh, two days later with this caption you can take february off we got this and it's a picture of two students two of my students in there giving their sternest faces behind the table (laughs) (laughs) so i mean two of my students that we could call ethan and bailey just for example example (laughs) great fictional names just as an example but what were they doing they were probably, you know, hopping in there to practice and run some stuff and found an open, open, large ensemble space. And then you take it because, hey, I can, I can, you can go in there and play. Yeah. But great picture. It's very funny. Yeah. Cool. I like it. All right, yeah. All right Brian, wrap it up. Round wrap five. Up. Round five. Big finish, so big finish. The people you look up to as players and as people and artists and musicians, um, no matter what it appears, 
how relaxed they seem, how non-committed, how, uh, how much free time they have, um, how easy it is for them. None of that's true. They're incredibly <laughs> dedicated. <laughs> They're incredibly dedicated and focused on their craft and their art and what they do every single day. Um, and even though they, so you talked about Joey being in school and, and people, you know, seeing you, you know, back in your dorm in the evening, um, or not having to practice, you know, late at night and, and them saying, man, he, he must just be a natural player. He just does it, but they didn't realize you did it all in the morning. Right. Um, and, and so, you know, I, it's just amazing to me, you know, I, when I said to you and Scott, you know, I guess must be natural high note players and mm-hmm. how personally Scott took that because it took Scott away all of angry. his, yeah, <laughs> all of his years of work. Yeah. Um, and it's true. And, and I think that that's, that that's really important. Nothing just happens. It's because of incredible dedication. And if you, if you look up to those people and you want to be like them, you have to, you have to behave like them. And that has requires dedication every day. So you're saying that player X didn't just wake up one morning and everything just floats out of the bell that gorgeous. That's not what happened. No, no matter how much they, (laughs) they think that's what they do. I just think about breathing and air, but like everybody just worked their tail off. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there may be different ways that that happened, but nobody got to be great just by chance and by accident. There was a lot that went into that. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's hard work and dedication. It's not just some breathing bag of tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and if you wow. <laughs> right. Well, and if you think that that they just are naturally gifted, then you think, well, I'm not, and so why try? Well, right. not only that, it's a great built-in excuse. Yeah, exactly. The mm. built-in excuse, well, I mean, of course they're good. They were just born with it, right. and I wasn't, so it's okay. Right. It's also a great excuse and a great letting yourself off the hook. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah. It's yeah. No. It's, it's, it's always crap. I want to ask Dave Krause, who plays principal in the Met. Um, we played in a summer festival orchestra together and he was um, preparing for an audition and he had won something and he was preparing, I think for an audition he had made it to the finals in the Met, I think previously. And I was like, well, how much time a day do you spend on excerpts? And he said, four hours. And I said, every day, he said, every day. Right. And I said, in addition to practicing, he said, in addition to practicing, I said, what do you do? And he said, I do two hours of excerpts in the morning. And then later in the evening, I do two more hours of excerpts. He said, I don't want to have leave anything to chance. And when Bob early won, he was, I think, runner up in New York and he won a job in California and he won the Philly second job in Philly while he was playing principal acting principal in Montreal. And I asked him, how much he was practicing, practicing. He said, in addition to the job, I was practicing eight hours a day. Oof. Yeah. He said, I was desperate to get out. And I knew that the only way to do it was to work myself like crazy. Wow. And it worked. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So that was a person with a major symphony job, right. Playing in Montreal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you right, think Joey. people want you think people want out of Jersey? Boy, people want out of Canada, <laughs> evidently. <Right>. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Although I like I like Canada. They've got Mr. Biggs up there. I like those candy bars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, oh, this is me, right? So yeah, I, have, I have two more words to finish off. I kind All of right. got broader as we went. Think big. I think a lot of times when we're when we're especially when you're young, you're thinking, Well, does this really matter? Like, why do I have mm. to learn my E flat harmonic minor scale? Is that really important? And in that moment, you might think maybe not, but you got to think big, like everything's a a, a part of a much larger picture. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to think not just big in your own playing of I'm going to do this because this is valuable and this is going to be one more, you know, one more brick in the wall. But also think big of what do you want? You know, because I I ask students this every first lesson I have with a student, I say, okay, first, you know, first, uh, first semester freshman, four years from now, you're going to graduate. You get to choose what job are you doing. It is amazing how many times I hear, I mean, I guess it'd be okay if I got to. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you get to pick. You don't get to settle. You get to mm. choose. Choose, that's right. So I want you to think big because I want you to think in this. It's another logic problem. The logic problem is this. That gig exists, which means somebody gets to do it. If somebody gets to do it, why can't that be you? Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
So th- start thinking big, big, big. I think a lot of times what gets in our way is we, we get in our own way of thinking, well, I mean, obviously I couldn't do this or this or this or this. So we limit ourselves before we ever start. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, okay, I think I'm, uh, all right, so my goal is uh, to run a mile. So I guess I could settle for running a quarter of a mile. Well, that's just crazy. <laughs> like, why would you settle for a fourth of your goal? Think mm-hmm. big, think big. That's yeah. what I want to finish with. All I right? like it. You know, thoughts yeah, on that? Great. No, I, I think it's great advice, right? Mm-hmm. Why, you know, don't limit yourself. Yeah. It, it is, it's, it's, it's a perpetual thing, right? Like I, I see it with students all the time thinking that like what they were afraid to ask that question or just don't think about it. Why not me? Why right. not? Why can't it be me? Why can't I do that? And Somebody's it's in line with your other ideas, Joey, that take a chance, go for it. Yeah. Have confidence. Put it out there. Which is, uh, you know, this is his other response to things, right? Like you've said it to me when I go, I don't think I can do that. And you're like, that's the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. <laughs> right. Get your Joey horn. is Joey believes in you more than you believe in you. Yes. And it doesn't matter who you is, well, and, who and you I've are, said, <laughs> and who I've that said person this, is. I've, I've said this in lessons too. Like there are two of us in the room and one of us believes in you. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of us believes you can do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's great. All right, Bill, close it out for us. My last one. This is maybe the most positive message I received from Future Self. Um, You're right about this over-articulation thing. Stick to your guns. It gets worse in the future. (laughs) (laughs) So future Bill isn't going to tongue any of that either. Nope. (laughs) No. No shot. He has no intentions of tonguing any of it. And in fact, affirms my concerns that it's just going to get worse. Uh, I I can't wait for book two of these non-articulation studies. (laughs) I'm trying to find a way to make it look like you shouldn't tongue anything. (laughs) I love this idea. The, the whole the first Bill, book is a slur. The, the phrase Bill, marks Bill Stoneman a... breath attacks. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing will be, all the slurs will be in bold, and then the notes will be in grayscale. <laughs> right. you know, we just want the idea of this musical line. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love it. That's really good. Still, are you going to sing any of that? <laughs> still I, I still line. thought I was dropping the hammer on it. Gold. <laughs> I was giving it all she's got. <laughs> that was so, Bill's hammer tongue. And, um, those, right. those dilithium crystals were not firing. No, that was Jesus. my heaviest orchestral articulation. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had, and I was done. Oh, that was fun. All right, boys, time for no offense. Look, every once in a while, it's good to consider what future you might need to deal with based on the decisions being made by present you. So I think what we're saying is look forward to look back. And maybe the first thing to consider, you know, for the sake of all that is good and holy, stop playing a 7C. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Your future self will thank you. Right. If you continue to do that, you're doing it wrong. Right. Uh, just look around. <laughs> look around. Major orchestras, recording studios, freelancing. Nobody's playing a 7C. Nobody's so doing that. Look no. back. Stop it. Stop it now. Yeah. And it's it's bad now and it's bad in the future. It's bad in the past, present, future of all a... and, and and in every part of the of the 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 metaverse, like everywhere. Everywhere. The metaverse. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And why why are we stuck with it, Brian? Why are we stuck with that mouthpiece? He was a very holy man. He was a very holy man. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, get your horn. <laughs> Well, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned, tell your friends and neighbors, and take care of you. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.